Happily Ever Brown is a podcast dedicated to uplifting and empowering South Asian girls by providing a platform for inspiration, education, and community. Our hosts aim to promote representation, amplify voices, and create a supportive community where South Asian girls can find inspiration, guidance, and a sense of belonging. On this episode, we are joined by special guest Neeti Gandhi. Neeti is a self-published author and student who has used Amazon to publish Vibrations Around Us. On this episode, she shares her experience as an author and her spiritual journey. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Happily Ever Brown podcast. My name is Peel. And my name is Uhani and we're your co-hosts for today. Today we're joined with another very special guest, Neeti Gandhi. Neeti is a self-published author and student who has used Amazon to publish Vibrations Around Us, in which she demonstrates her passion and knowledge on spirituality and self-concept. She believes that everyone is on a soul journey to reach fulfillment, which can only be achieved upon recognition of one's thoughts of themselves. She is hoping to continue to support people on their spiritual awakenings and self-love journey. How are you, Neeti? I'm good. How are you guys? We're doing great. So so excited. Yeah. We're so excited to have you on our podcast today. I'm excited to be with you guys too. And thanks for this opportunity. Of course. Of course. So So, before we get started, uh, I just wanted you to just introduce yourself a little bit more and just so we could get to know you. Yes, of course. So my name is Niti, like you guys mentioned, and I'm so excited to be here today. I am a spiritual self-published author, and I'm still a student at this time, and I can't wait to speak about my experiences today. Yes, very excited. So in our on our podcast, in the first few episodes, we talked a lot about just our experiences as South Asians and growing up South Asian. So we kind of just wanted to know your experiences and your upbringing as a South Asian and like if you're like very connected to your culture was that recent just a little bit more about your experiences and how you grew up as a South Asian. Yes so I come from a Gujarati background so Hinduism was a major topic growing up and that was the culture that I pursued Um, but in terms of the classical Indian society I was always grown up around this like pressure to almost please everyone around me and then get this validation from outside people. And this was like, like a pressure, like a goal that like ultimately mm-hmm. was just embedded within yeah. me. And I think that many of us can agree on that. Um, it was almost like we were forced to impress our parents and our desires were really much associated more with our parents than ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like we always had that like expectation that we always had to reach or follow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. especially when it comes to like fulfilling your parents dreams that they couldn't achieve or something that they really want you to do but I don't know you just like don't feel so good about it you know yeah and I feel like a lot of like our career career-based choices are also dependent on that yeah definitely yeah <laughs> so like guess, yeah yeah what were you gonna say um, like I switched. So first I was planning to go into pharmacology because mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, science, you know, like <laughs> science. Um, and then like, I completely changed that because I realized what I actually wanted. Yeah. So how did you like really like find out that you're passionate about psychology? Like what made you switch? Um, well, 
pharmacology was just it was very much like pharmaceutical science. Like I, we just see it every day. Like it's kind of just something that legitimately put my interest in. But for me, psychology was really interesting because it was all about mindset and like mental health and stuff that just wasn't really brought up through a lot of my childhood. Like I had to like learn about these things and I found that really intriguing. Yeah, it's really interesting. Like, especially with parents who didn't really like not that they didn't believe in mental health or anything, but it was just never prioritized. In yeah. a I don't know if you guys can relate, but I can relate. <laughs> Same, I can also relate. Um, For me, it's always like, like I always wanted to go into science, but like I'm still in, I'm still in high school. And um, last semester I have discovered that this is not for me and you know like I didn't want to disappoint my parents but I literally cannot do physics so it's just not something that I want to pursue and then regret later in my life so I'm fine like I'm happy that I um found out that that's something that I don't want to do even though I don't really know what I still want to do yeah I'm glad that I'm like crossing things out yes wait so what year are you in right now in uni I'm going into first year. Oh. oh that's yeah. so exciting. <laughs> so did you, like, when did you um uh find out, like, did you find out just recently that psychology is something, like, you're interested in? Or did you, like, know, like, halfway through high school or something? I knew halfway through high school, like, probably around the same time that I got into, like, spirituality, which is what mm-hmm. my book's all about. So, because spirituality and psychology have a lot to connect upon like in terms of mind mind mindset like mindfulness um yeah and mental health that's why yeah. I just want to expand my horizons with that yeah that's great so like when you're growing up what were some of the main stereotypes that you faced and like did that like impact your self-perception and, and aspirations yes. yeah I mean of course <laughs> <laughs> like when we grew up, like I said, it was just science and engineering, maybe sometimes business, but like those were like the, okay, this is what you have to be, this is what you have to do. And um, mm-hmm. it felt like there was like no other like world besides just that. It was like from like a young age, I'd be like, okay, I want to be like this like engineer. But like when you get to that older age, you're like, I can't be that engineer, you know? It was like our parents had like these options for us. And like, that was all that we had to choose from really. Yeah. And it's like almost like we crave that like attention, like we want that like validation from them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, obviously we crave. I feel like mostly we crave that. It's just because our parents like they came here for the better for us, and it's like we want to give that to them. But if that's yeah. not what we want, we feel guilty. Guilty about yeah. it, definitely. Yes, for sure. Regarding your um passions or anything, did you ever feel as if like? you didn't have the support or there was some time where um you like lacked the necessary you know just like support and people asking you questions about it or anything just the attention that you were seeking yeah so this is I think the part that I can talk about my spiritual awakening and I guess that term is very like that's like bizarre and like crazy sounding Mm -hmm. but that it's basically where you have like I guess someone that walks into your life or like a near death experience or just something that like almost like triggers something inside of you where you just suddenly start seeing life like through another point or like another perspective. And obviously not like everyone goes through like that type of experience at a given time. Like we're all on our own journeys. Mm -hmm. And so when people don't really understand 
those types of situations and when your mindset tends to change, your morals start to change, it's almost like you feel isolated. You feel like there's no one like on the same page as you, but this is like more common than you would think. And so um, in order to cope with these, I would journal. And if you're on a spiritual journey, like that's the one thing that I would highly recommend. So journaling would include like like using prompts that you could even find online or um, like there's journaling, like there's actual physical journals that you can buy. Um, you can write down like any of your thoughts, your morals, reflect on any of your emotions. I think that's a big thing because sometimes we fear like we always bottle up and we fear bringing up our emotions, but we have to put them out somewhere. Right. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. It's like getting your emotions out is very important. Like bottling them up is just just leads to like bad stuff. Yeah. And, yeah. Like I feel like journaling yeah. is something that I do want to get into. I just don't really know how to. Yes. Um, I would suggest like starting with the journal prompts. Like you could find mm -hmm. them online, um, just like search them up and you'll start to like it more and more. Like it's just like one of those things that you like want to do at night because it allows your mind to kind of just de-stress. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like do you think that like you became like the becoming spiritual come from like journaling? Um, yes and no. Like I said. A spiritual awakening is catalyzed by like an experience of some sort so for mm -hmm. me it was like a soul connection like a person mm -hmm. um and yeah so like it could it could be in different ways for everyone but I feel like those types of things are like destined to happen in your life to like change it you know like those things that just come into your life and yeah. you're like wow my life changed after that yeah 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 that's so cool and so is that what inspired you to start writing or were you like interested in like this writing background before um I've always been good at writing like it's not like it's just kind of like a nat like naturally come to me I know that sounds like yeah yeah that. oh, it's okay it's okay <laughs> it's just something that I've liked um but like I would never like I never considered it like oh I'm going to become like have like a writing degree or anything right yeah. um because it wasn't something that I was just like I want to study it was just something that I was passionate about and I really like like I really really value communicating like that's one of my bigger mm -hmm. morals so that was probably the inspiration to it yeah, yeah. Really cool. oh and you also have a TikTok could you talk about that a little bit yeah so my TikTok is your lovely empress <laughs> and I promote similar content like on there to my book and basically it's just all about like motivation self-concept how to improve yourself using like affirmations like self-love all that jazz mm -hmm. that's amazing that's actually so cool yeah and we've been talking a lot about your book so now we'll actually get into your book and like so what inspired you to start writing this specific book yeah um like I said it was just like first of all it was like a bucket list thing like it was just on there it was not really like oh I need to write a book it was more like I want to write something I want to like communicate something and like mm -hmm. have like a formal like type of communicative manner of some sort that I'm passionate about um that was since I was younger and I didn't know it was going to be about spirituality but obviously you're you'd be better off writing something that you're passionate about um and I chose that spirituality because that is probably one of my biggest passions at this time <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah and in your book mm -hmm. like how is it connected to South Asian culture like before you get into it like how is it connected? Like, is it? Yes. 
Um, well, Hinduism and spirituality, actually, like, believe it or not, if you go back like many years, like a lot of it is connected. Um, I don't know if you guys know what chakras are. Yeah, yeah I've heard of it. I'm yeah. not, I don't know too much about it, but yes, I've heard of it. Yeah, I'm not like completely experienced, but I know about it. Yes. So those are like energy points in your body. And that came from Hinduism. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people clarify it as spirituality but a lot of like the stuff comes back from hinduism so it shows you that like realistically every religion is connected like every type of belief system is connected and at the end of the day like every belief system is about you know growing and like reaching our fulfillment our life's purpose so in your book is there like specific points that connect to hinduism like specifically yeah, so my book contains five chapters, and so it would be earth, air. So it's basically how do we use these elements to help us in our everyday life? So it's mm-hmm. earth, air, water, uh, fire, and humans. And mm-hmm. so this connects to Hinduism because in Hinduism, I don't really know the exact term to describe it, but like the five would be called Prutvi, Hava, Ag, Pani, and Manaso. And mm-hmm. so that would be the five categories. And I think. I don't know, but like other Asian cultures also have these five elements that they talk about, and yeah, it's like the yeah, five definitely. elements of life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Interesting. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and so, um, do you have like a specific goal? Like, did you have a specific goal, or do you still have a specific goal that you're using your book to like, uh, like achieve, or like, do you want to like spread the word about, um? like your spirituality or your self-awakening or is there anything that you're still looking to complete when it comes to like accomplishing your like your book and you released it and it's like you cross it off your bucket list which is a really big thing but like do you still have something that you feel as if you need to achieve not necessarily like I feel like everything is go with the flow here because like even the book like I wasn't expecting to write it this early on in my life like I was maybe expecting to maybe get like a degree first and then use that knowledge right Mm -hmm. um but it kind of just went with the flow and so like people always like ask me like do you want to like write another like series with this stuff and I'm like I don't know yet like (laughs) I want to like maybe pursue my degree first and then we'll see because um, I don't think writing will be like my main career. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's just something that I like to do like on the side. So yeah. So while you were like writing your book and when you published it, mm-hmm. did you have like that support system from family? Like was that there for you? Um well not necessarily. Like I will say like my parents knew about it, but it was never like mm-hmm. I just they just were there like they didn't really know that I was writing it if that made sense yeah yeah they never really like it wasn't like oh they weren't supporting me thing or like oh like they hate that I'm doing this it was more just like I wanted to do it myself if that made sense yeah Um, honestly I can relate to that because when Suhani and I started this podcast my parents really didn't know about it like it was so out of the blue for them and like even now like they don't really you know, like, they support me, obviously, they're happy with it, but they don't really ask that many questions, and, you know, they don't really, like, try to, like, get into it and, like, see what I'm actually doing with this, you know, like, for Suhani, like, what about you? Yeah, literally same, like, my mom doesn't know too much about it, like, she just knows I'm doing it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think 
because you guys have each other like you guys still have like a support system at the end mm-hmm. um i think like i definitely did too like don't get me wrong like i had my friends mm-hmm. i had teachers that were like editing for me like friends that were like helping me make covers like it was it was good like everything was good like i think i had like everything i wanted it was also like the fact that like how were our parents gonna help us with this yeah, that's sense. true yeah it was our goal and our passion like they they, they couldn't really help us on this journey yeah Mm-hmm. And so, so exploring more about your book um I know that one of the main or like one of the themes is like seeking validation and self-validation can you like expand on that and like how does your book um prioritize that in like seeking external approval yeah so I think that self-concept is like one of the main like ways to achieve success um, and I know that different people have like different interpretations of success, but like for me, it's like happiness. And mm-hmm. so like a quote that resonates with me a lot is um, the way someone acts is a reflection of themselves. And so like, if we get external approval, it's almost like feeding to our identity, if that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. it's like, you have these people telling you you're pretty, you're mean, you're nice, you're whatever you are, right? And mm-hmm. it's like, that's not really who you are, because that's not what you think of yourself. It's just now that everyone's telling you that is what you're thinking of yourself. Mm-hmm. That's not actually, like, your definition of yourself. But like, realistically, it should be that someone in that quote should be yourself, and how you perceive yourself. And that will show you how much you're growing and you're healing, and like, how you're validating yourself, essentially. Interesting. Yeah, and like, Honestly, like, for me, too, I feel like I can relate to that. Like, I feel like I would always, like, seek that, like, validation. I know this is kind of off topic, but I I feel like I'm an individual who seeks a lot of academic validation. And I feel like I don't really know myself outside of that. Like, I would just focus on that one thing. So then I would not be focusing, like, on myself and prioritizing, like, the self-validation that you're kind of talking about. And I feel like that's really important to, like, know yourself. And I for think we're me, always, it's more. Like, it's gonna be stuck sorry. in that boat in a way. Sorry. Okay. So for me, like, it's actually more of like making decisions. Um, I actually have to get like so much advice from other people because I feel so incapable of making bigger decisions by myself. I always feel like um, you need that. Like, gonna happen if I do this, and I just always think about the consequences rather than thinking about like the good stuff that'll come out of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so my, my like my decision always gets influenced by people around me. And then sometimes I feel like maybe I am making the wrong decision. And I feel like that's something I need to work on. Like, I should need to stick to my gut feeling, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yes. I so leading up to that, like, Niti, how did you, like, gain self-validation? Like, how did you, like, reach that goal of overcoming external approval? That's like, so that's a question that I never really know how to answer. Like, I feel like there's so many like tactics. If you, if you look into my book, it's like talks a lot about how spiritually we tend to seek validation and how that impacts us versus like how we validate ourselves. So there's like different tactics that spiritual people use. I don't think, I don't know if you guys heard about affirmations. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's like one thing that. I did a lot last year. Like I'm, I'm still doing it, but I think it helped me out a lot last year. You literally speak to the mirror about mm-hmm. yourself. Like you're like, like I am this. I am pretty. I am like, like whatever it is. It's like you're almost speaking it into your existence, and that is essentially what affirmations are meant to do. Where you're training your conscious mind 
into believing everything that is said to you. Because it's almost like, yeah, someone's saying it to you when you're looking in the mirror. Mm-hmm. That's a really cool way to go about it. I know, like, my my sister is, like, really big on affirmations, and she's always trying to get me on it. And I'm yeah. kind of iffy about it, but I, it, it seems like a really good thing. I'm, I'm, I'm going to start. Yes. Like, it seems like it does a lot of good for you. Yes, try it out. <laughs> Definitely builds confidence, something that we all need. Yes, for sure. And, like, before we end off the episode, like, do you just have any advice to give to the listeners who are maybe, like, facing, like, struggle with, like, seeking validation from others, from parents, from family? Like, I know you um, mentioned affirmations, but do you have any other advice before we end off the episode? Yeah, so when I say, like, spirituality changed my life, I'm not, like, promoting it. Like, I'm not like, oh, my God, be spiritual right now. It's more like... (laughs) It's not like if it fits you, it fits you. It obviously doesn't fit everyone. But I feel like what we all need to do is like take a step back and really determine what success is. Um, Because everyone has different perceptions of success, especially in our world. We're like programmed to think that success is all about money and about career and diplomas and other stuff. Um, But I feel like success is realistically just happiness at the end of the day. And another thing I'd like to say is that when you're passionate about something, I think that success just comes more easily because when you're passionate, you're like more so confident and you feel like this desire to achieve whatever your goal is. And because of that, as you're working, you're validating yourself, you're validating yourself emotionally to pursue your goals and that will get you success. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. That's a really good way to go about it. Yeah. This is definitely like a new topic to bring up. Um, and definitely something that I'm going to research more about, educate myself more on, because it seems like a really good thing to, you know, just build that confidence within you. And we definitely want to read your book, so yes, we'll be I'm going to be on my TBR now. I'm going to steer away from other genres and definitely focus on this, my number one priority now. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Right. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Me. We were so excited to have you here. We honestly had such an amazing time. I had a great Thank time. You so much. Thank you. Thank you. Anyways, Thank um, you. we'll s- Thank you for tuning in, everybody, and um, we'll see you guys or hear you guys or whatever <laughs> next episode. Stay tuned. Bye. Bye.